At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Bring it Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release, presented by Verizon, coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Amal Shaw might be right. You can go to at the rap radio and vote. Is Derek Henry a Hall of Famer right now? I might have put my ass in front of the cart because I just looked up the stats. I had him yes. Amal had him no. You can go vote at the rap radio. We welcome you back at Sharp Money. This is VSIN, the sports betting network. Amal Shaw, of course, I'm Patrick Maher, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. Breaking news, Daniel Jones has signed an extension with the Giants. Four for 160. That's 40 million per a lot of incentives as well. Barkley has been franchise tagged by the Giants. We'll get to that coming up in just a few minutes. But right now, thankful and lucky to be joined by Jeff Borzello, ESPN College Basketball Insider, at Jeff Borzello on Twitter. Of course, the conference tournaments are upon us. We've got a month that is just awesome, and we say hi to Jeff. Hi, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing great, man. Best, best month of the year. Let's go. It, it, it really is, and let's go. We'll start with... We were just talking about the ACC. So give me an overview on the ACC tournament. Of course, we know the story with North Carolina. Who do you like? And how about it? just an overview on the league this year? Well, the league's way down. I mean, if you look at, at Ken Palm, they're behind the Mountain West by some distance. Uh, as the sixth best league in the country, they're seventh. And it's the lowest they've finished since the, the Ken Palm database. And, and right now, you look at, you know, heading down the stretch, you, you say Virginia's fine, Miami's fine, Duke's fine. Everyone else kind of has a little bit of work to do. I think Pitt's going to be okay, NC State probably. But, you know, if NC State loses to Clemson uh, in the ACC tournament, that'll be their third loss to Clemson, which is on the outside looking in right now. So they're going to be sweating on selection Sunday as well. So I, there's a lot of kind of things going on right now in the ACC tournament. I think it's, it's a real question to, to ask whether they have a top-four seed, whether they have a second-weekend NCAA tournament team. These are questions we haven't had about the ACC in a long time. And I know they were down last year, too, and they ended up with, a, you know, obviously an incredible NCAA tournament performance and two Final Four teams and a, and a team in a title game. You know, there's, there's nobody in this league right now that I would say has, has really any chance to make the national title game or the Final Four. There's been, just been so much inconsistency throughout. Even the top teams, I mean, Miami, Virginia, Duke, none of them are, are in the top 30 in some of these predictive rankings. And, and I just... There are just a lot of questions about the teams in this league. Going into it, I think Miami's probably the best built for a tournament run, just like they were last year when they made the Elite Eight. They're experienced. They have shot makers. They have good guards. So I have my most faith in them. But there's three, four, five, six teams heading into the conference tournament with a lot to prove. Jeff, first of all, I appreciate you joining us while your team is sweating out Dortmund at, uh, at Stamford Bridge right now. <laughs> Uh, I know it's a tight one. It's not going to be easy. It's, they, it's, 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 it's Champions League. It's perfect. It's perfect, perfect timing. It's halftime. Okay. Pr- appreciate it. Um, 
Real quickly, tonight, uh, here in Las Vegas, WCC final, St. Mary's taking on the Zags, who have owned this thing. Spokane South tonight's going to be another home game for the Zags. Zags are two-and-a-half-point favorite here. Patrick and I came on the air, and I was saying this is going to be an interesting matchup because I thought Gonzaga could have won that game at St. Mary's earlier this year. How do you see the third game playing out now in the rubber match? I think Gonzaga's been a little bit underrated uh, throughout much of the year. and uh, I think people are kind of writing them off, oh, they're not as good as they've been in recent years, and if that's true. But they have, they still have the best offense in the country. They're the most efficient offense in the country. Like you said, they could have won. They probably should have won that game out at St. Mary's back in early February. I mean, if Aiden Mahoney doesn't have his uh, kind of coming out party, his breakout performance late in that game, they win that game and they, they win the league outright. Um, and then, I, you know, I think they kind of handled their business in the return game. St. Mary's made it close a little bit late, but I think Gonzaga was in control of that one for most of it. And so I give them the edge heading into it uh, tonight. St. Mary's, I think, a win here would kind of back up a little bit of their some of their metrics that have really liked them all season. Uh, you know, top 10 in the net, top 10 in Ken Palm, uh, top 10 in most of the predictive metrics all year. And I think a win today, would you know, that gives them two over Gonzaga, a um, couple of solid performances in the non-league, and I think they could push for the top four seed on Selection Sunday. But I just think Gonzaga's playing really well right now. They're getting a lot of good production from guys not named Drew Timmy. You know, Julian Strother's played well. Nolan Hickman's had a couple of good performances lately. Uh, Anton Watson's coming on strong. So, you know, I think they're starting to get contributions from um, guys outside of their star. And, and I think that bodes well for March. Again, their offense is elite, elite, elite again. And, you know, people are going to say if they, if they don't win the title, it's, it's, you know, the same old Gonzaga. But this is a team that's been remarkably consistent for the last 20 years pretty much. Uh, and I see them kind of getting out of the, second, out of the first weekend again. It's funny, Amal Shaw, who knows more than anybody about college hoops, and Jeff Borzello, Jeff and I have talked for years and years. This You both say Gonzaga's a little underrated this year. Watch the one year that everybody's not completely obsessing over this team. They go and cut down the nets. That would be classic, as we will tell you quickly, uh, breaking news here on Sharp Money. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Daniel Jones has signed a deal. I think it's a, what was it, a three-year deal, four. Amal Shaw? And I apologize, four. Jeff, but 40 mil per. Four for uh, and Jeff, are you from? the tri-state for some reason i remember you being from the tri-state area borzello i'm i'm from i'm from long island i am a longtime giant season ticket holder so Say, okay so come on the, help all, us with the breaking all, news all the, things, all the things all the things we're talking about right now they're all up my alley chelsea giants college hoops this is this is right in my wheelhouse oh, okay Oh, well, let me ask you then, as a Giants fan, as somebody who works for espn obviously reputable are you happy with jones returning to the team I think it's a lot of money to give him. Oh, uh, I love you know, this 40 guy. Million, 40, 40 per year puts him in the top, I think, seven in the NFL in, in you know, per year salary. And that, I don't know if he's going to get to that level over the next four years. Now, I'd rather give him that money than give Saquon a long-term extension and tag Jones. I, I don't know if that would have been the they right They just move, tagged Saquon, by I'm, the way, Jeff. They, they tag right. Saquon. I, I'm, fi- I'm fine with that. I'd rather them do that than give him a long-term deal and tag, and tag Jones. But I just I'm really concerned about that money. I mean, it's four one sixty plus an extra thirty five he can get, and so we're you know we could be talking about like a fifty million dollar deal by the end of it. Well, that's good news. Interesting. You guys will be drafting back in the top twelve. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. <laughs> All right, Jeff Borzello, um, Houston. Can Houston win a national championship? I think they'd probably be the safest pick. Uh, you know, you kind of shuffle through the teams if if you're going to say, oh, who's going to win it all. And you can kind of nitpick pretty much every team. Alabama's kind of lost some of its luster. UCLA's got injuries. Purdue's falling apart. Kansas, I mean, they're really good, but they'd also just lost by 15 to Texas. Houston, to me, is a team that's really – you're not going to – they're not going to have a bad game in the tournament. I, you know, I don't think they're going to kind of have one of those games where they just don't show up. Uh, they've lost only two games all year. One was at home to Alabama when Alabama was just playing their best basketball of the season, and one was by one kind of a fluke game against Temple. And so they just don't really have those down performances. They have an elite coach. They have an elite offensive rebounding team, and they play elite defense. With, with those three things, I just think it raises their floor. And then this year, they have legitimate NBA talent. I mean, Marcus Sasser is an NBA player. Jarris Walker is an NBA player. And so I just, I, with those guys in the mix, I think they have that, that talent level needed that maybe they've been missing the last couple of years when they've had these other ingredients. They just haven't had that, those two or three elite players. This year, I think they have that. Love that breakdown of the Cougs there. I want to ask you about UCLA. Jalen Clark getting an MRI 
To me, Jalen Clark is as good of his uh, on-ball defender at one, two, or three, potentially in college basketball. If he's unable to be healthy for UCLA, how much of an impact from your perspective does that have for the Bruins to make a potentially deep run? I think if he's healthy, they might be my pick to win at all. Um, I just think they're, they have the right mix of experience and shooting and playmaking. And, you know, obviously they, they play incredible defense. But like you said, if Jalen Clark is out, he's their best defender. He brings some size to the wing, versatile on the perimeter. And I just don't know if they can win it all without him. I mean, you take him out, you're probably putting David Singleton in. And he's a you know, really good, solid player, maybe the best shooter on the team. He just doesn't have that kind of X factor, that two-way ability that Jalen Clark has. And so if we don't really get – official word, and right now all we know is that he's not playing in the Pac-12 tournament this week. Uh, if we don't get kind of definitive word on whether he's going to be available for the tournament, uh, I, I find it hard to pick them to win at all. I think they still have what it takes to win, you know, two, three, four games. I just don't know if they're, they're going to win six games in three weeks with, without Jalen Clark. Do you prefer Purdue or UConn? UConn. Uh, I'm, I'm, Purdue has hit a wall, um, and it's, you know, they're, they're – Starting two freshman guards all season has been impressive. Fletcher Lawyer's been good. Braden Smith's been really, really good, given that he was hurt for his entire senior season of high school. But I think teams are starting to attack them defensively, and neither guy is an elite on-ball defender. And so if you're attacking them at one end, they don't have elite playmaking ability at the other end. It's it's kind of throwing to Edie. You know, he's going to score a lot of the time, but now if your teams are kind of throwing different defenses at him. Sometimes they're just letting him go to work and, and, and say, all right, you score your 30, but who else is going to beat us? Or they're throwing two, three guys at him and forcing Fletcher Lawyer or Braden Smith or Mason Gillis or somebody else to make shots, and they're not doing it consistently anymore. And so I just think when you have those two guys, neither of them is an elite defender or an elite playmaker at the offensive end. I think they're just kind of getting bogged down in half-court games. And, and again, I mean, Edie's the best player in the country. But, again, he's a center. He's going to score two-pointers. He's not going to get hot from three and make eight or nine threes and kind of carry Purdue. Um, you know, I think if they run into, like, an Arkansas in a 2-7 in a or, I mean, a 2-10 or a 1-9 or a type of game, I think that's the type of team that can beat them in the second round and, and you know, send Purdue passing early. I just – I really have concerns about kind of that lack of elite athleticism and quickness on the perimeter. like that point you made there about Purdue potentially being a weakness. We've got about 30 seconds. Three teams at 30-1, to one, TCU, Marquette, and Tennessee – which one of these three teams can make the deepest run in your opinion? Give me TCU. Um, you know, I kind of surprised me that they have the same odds as Tennessee and Marquette, but fully healthy. Mike Miles is, is an incredible guard. He can get his own shot They If they can force turnovers, get out in transition. Uh, I think they can beat anybody in the country. And I think that they have what it takes to, to make a final four. And if they're making shots, it's been a kind of an issue for them this season. Okay, Jeff Borzello, ESPN College Basketball Insider, Giants Insider here on Sharp Money and VEASAN as well. So here's what you need. You need to get rid of Graham Potter. You got your quarterback in Daniel Jones and enjoy the tournament. So thank you very much. We appreciate you. Appreciate having me on, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right, thanks. I just remembered Amal from talking to him for years. I thought he was a tri-state guy. So that worked out with our breaking news. Daniel Jones has signed a deal of $40 million He's getting on average. It's incentivized, so he's going to get a bunch of cash on top of that. You brought up something at the end of Borzello's point about the Giants that I want to come back with. I loved it. Giants make the postseason next year. No has to be the favorite, right? Absolutely. No has to be the favorite, and they just gave Daniel Jones $40 million per. We're coming back with it next here. Sharp Money, VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. 
We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs? I don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't. Okay, so you think if you just come out and go, I got hair plugs... Yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, it's VP Big Dance. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get everything you need to bet the madness this year for 19 seriously, $19, everything we offer, including uh, the Big Dance betting guide, which is spectacular. Whether you're filling out your bracket or betting against the spread, we got you covered. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to our daily best bets. You get the betting guide, which I just mentioned, Cinderella selections, bracket predictions, and picks on every tournament game from VEASAN experts like Brent Musburger and Greg Hoops Peterson. Make sure you check it out. It's 19 bucks. It's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. V-S-I-N.com slash subscribe. We welcome you back. I like the graphic for We Beefin', but we're going to have to push We Beefin' back because breaking news here on sharp money of course daniel jones has signed a three-year deal 140 so he's getting 40 per so let's get into the details here they also they the giants they hit saquon barkley with the franchise tag my assumption is pollard got 10 mil he'll get 10 mil as well so they hit barkley with the franchise tag daniel jones 26 years old gets 40 per a lot of incentives in there as well so let's have the, the the conversation. You said it during the conversation with Jeff Borzello. You said they're going to miss out on the postseason last year. If we were to put yes, no up on the board right now, no has to be the favorite. It has to be a favorite of like $1.50 is my assumption of all. I don't know if it'll be that high. I think they'll get credit. Uh, New York would be considered a much more public team. But to me, you look at it, play the AFC, AFC West, NFC West, the Packers and the Saints, and then there's one other game in there. AFC East. Oh, AFC East. I'm NFC sorry. NFC West, Packers and Saints. Packers and Saints. Okay. And so there's one other game in there that they would play that we're, uh, who that could be. We don't know yet. But I don't think – I thought the schedule benefited them last year. Remember, the schedule is, is going to be what it is. We already mentioned it. But playing the Packers and the Saints won't be easy. The NFC West, you're looking at the 49ers. You hope that's a home game. If you have to travel to Seattle, that won't be easy. I think they did that last year and they won the game, but still, I, I just think that this team is not quite as good and they're paying a quarterback in Daniel Jones who had a good, decent stretch. Patrick, do you believe the Giants pay him if they don't beat the Minnesota Vikings? I think they're going to have to. Again, he had leverage. They didn't pick up that fifth-year option. I think they botched it in that sense. You disagree with me. Oh. But they gave him complete autonomy. You know what Dayball's capable of with a quarterback. He never had any continuity before Dayball got there. It's not like he had explosive weapons to work with. Jones throws a good deep ball. He's mobile as all get out. You're probably right. He's not worth $40 million per, but this is a market. And again, that quarterback market resets every single year where you're just 
it's superfluous. You're paying a surplus every single year in this market. Look, your boy Geno Smith, who hadn't done anything until he was 31 years old, just got 35 mil. Given Daniel Jones 40 mil per at 26, it's a little easier to swallow. You know, so I think we have a lot of people that listen to us that are either they own their own business or they might be independent sales uh, workers or what have you. I think a lot of people that own a business would never overpay for somebody unless they could guarantee them a certain level of success. I don't believe Daniel Jones and Geno Smith can guarantee you that. I would have no qualms if you said to Patrick Mahomes, listen, we're going to give you about 10% of the Chiefs, 20% of the Kansas City area, because we know we're going to win with you. To me, when you pay these guys, and I understand your point, and I still disagree with you on that fourth year, a uh, fifth year option scenario. I thought they made the right decision. It just worked out for Daniel Jones. But I'm not convinced that this guy plays out the four for 160. He had a nice year. Let's see where his confidence level goes. And I thought Dustin made a phenomenal point during the break. He said, he goes, completion percentage does not necessarily equate to accuracy. So many of these throws are check downs. You have to look at them in, in basically the 10, 0 to 10-yard 10 throw, the 10 to 20, and then the longer throw from 20 yards and above. I don't believe Daniel Jones is a guy that can get you over the top. The one thing, okay. Sam Hinkie got criticized for this for the Philadelphia 76ers. His thing was like, if you're not winning, you got to build to win a championship constantly. And that's how I feel in the NFL. If you don't have that franchise quarterback, and you're right, you said this earlier, there may maybe six, seven, or eight of those There's guys. There's a dearth of talent at the position at that level. You're, you know that. I'm correct, right. correct. But my point is, I'm continuously trying to get that guy. If you think back on it over the last 10 years, by the way, real quick, is Stafford a Hall of Famer? I'm not trying to debate it, but I'm just trying to make a point. Probably, right? Yes, Matthew right? Stafford okay. is absolutely a Hall of Famer. Okay. Um, so if you look back at the teams that have won Super Bowls over the last decade, all the quarterbacks that they've had are all Hall of Famers. Uh, just a, an amendment. One, you came up with the perfect season win total, which I want you to unveil here in a second. I want to get the big guy in on this conversation as well, because those that don't know, our executive producer, Dustin Sweetelson, is a huge Giants man. Let's get his take on Daniel Jones. Uh, just an amendment. Amal's right about the Derrick Henry conversation. We misworded it at the rap radio on Twitter. I said, if he retires now, he's a lock for the hall of fame. I went through, I thought he had two more years of plus 1000. I'm a hundred percent off on Derrick Henry. I'll give you the win regardless of the percentages. Cause that's the type of guy I am. <laughs> Let's go to before big guy jumps in. I'm the type of guy before you jump that's in a direct shot. You no, it's, I'm having fun. You <laughs> oh, set no, a season win total for the Giants, and I think you gave the perfect number. What do you got on the Giants this year when it posts? Eight that's and a half. Sorry, that's you, Amal. Sorry, no, 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 sorry. Eight and a half. I thought we were going to Dustin first. Eight and a half's the number. A hundred percent. They won't get to nine. Eight might be light. I think eight and a half is the number, and the and the schedule tightens up here. So I think eight and a half's the perfect number. Big guy, jump in, Jones. 40 million per incentives and the franchise tag with Barkley thoughts had quite a relationship with Daniel Jones. Uh, you yelled at me a few years ago when he was drafted while we were on the air in our old show. And I said, it was the worst pick in the history of the NFL draft. Uh, I then went on to fall in love with Daniel Jones when he came back and beat the bucks. <laughs> I watched him fail under Shermer and Joe judge. And I never thought it was his fault. Then to watch him thrive with Brian Dayball, only to come to the conclusion in the last few weeks that I didn't want to pay him 40 plus million dollars. So I don't know what to make of this. I think if Brian Dayball, who just won coach of the year, believes that he can win with Daniel Jones, I think I need to believe Brian Dayball because while I didn't want to take the cap hit of 40 million on Daniel Jones, it's the reality of the NFL. If you're a franchise quarterback, you get big money and you get what others are willing to pay you. And if they're paying him this much, that means that the Giants and Joe Shine know that Carolina or another team was willing to go up this high to get him and steal him. So I think it's more of a come to terms with acceptance than to hate or, or, or like the deal. It's I have to accept this is the reality you have to do in the NFL to not lose a franchise quarterback. Very well said. And and I, get I think where I think what you just said there is the reality. That's where me and Amal yeah. with our we're, we're we're differing. I'm going from the pragmatic, realistic perspective, and you're probably a little bit more right by literally just discussing the player. Uh, but I think pragmatically, it's a deal that had to get done, and he had the leverage. I, th I think you're both correct on that. Uh, to me, I think a lot of the front office personnel make decisions based on protecting their own job. 
And so it's easier to justify the ownership. We signed Daniel Jones instead of saying, hey, we're not going to pay you four for 160 and let him walk away. But that's why I've always said the St. Louis Cardinals are one of the finest run organizations in sports because they said, Albert, here's our offer. No, no, no. Artie Marino is going to pay you more. God bless you. Go take that $240 million. And then he got off the hot sauce and he couldn't put the ball in play. Hey, the glow up for Daniel Jones on, under year one in Dayball. That's what the kids say, right, Dustin? The glow up? Yes. Do you know? Uh, what does that mean? You're a Giants fan. Either of you can jump in. It's a game. Who is the second leading wide receiver on the Giants this year when they went to the postseason under Daniel Jones and Dayball? Isaiah Hodgins? Nope. Richie? Richie, Richie James. James. My guy. Shout out Hodgins to Middle Tennessee. Hodgins was your third, <laughs> third leading wide receiver. And... Your superstar, but but wait Darius Slayton. But so the, let's yeah. be fair to Daniel Jones. He wasn't working with much. Yeah, but it's been proven that you don't have to have first round wide receivers to be successful. Okay, those are barely NFL players. Yeah, those are barely <laughs> like, players. Like, those are <laughs> those are well, Hold on a second. Part great. of it was injuries, though, right? <laughs> no, Sterling Shepard well, went down. Like they they yeah. had some guys. They Shepard's just cut solid. Kenny Galladay. Because he, he was, was a disastrous signing. Useless. So here's my question to you guys. And it's a, it's a little bit outside the box. But with a great offensive mind in Dayball, and we just saw an offense that Philadelphia ran with a mobile quarterback who had accuracy issues years ago. No one knew if he could throw the ball accurately downfield. Why can't the Giants have some sort of system when they improve their, their receiving core here similar to what Philadelphia ran with Jalen Hurts the last couple seasons? Well, first of all, you got to be willing to part with a, with high draft picks. I don't think the the Giants roster is even comparable to Phillies. I'm not talking no, about I'm talking no, about, I'm not no, talking no, about no, results. No. I'm talking about system. In in terms of what you're saying, why can't you base uh, it around the fact that you have a mobile quarterback who can keep you in games? Yeah, but I don't think Daniel Jones, he's a great runner, but I don't think great. he can take the hits the way Jalen can. Jalen's actually you're trying to avoid Jalen. Right. Sure. Jalen probably squats as much as anybody that's not an offensive hey, or defensive lineman. It's been, in the it's been, it's been a contentious show. We, all three of us will agree on one thing. Okay. And I know this, even you, Amal will agree with this. You're not going to go contrarian. We can all agree. Brian Dayball been eating good in New York city. <laughs> My goodness. Get him a treadmill. Mix in a salad or 12. You're, you're, seem like a positive good person <laughs> my man why, why are you shaking your head big guy you disagree fat lives matter too patrick fat lives, i didn't nobody called him fat i said he's been eating good he's pushing maximum Skin. density <laughs> maximum density daniel jones new deal lamar jackson franchise tag jonathan von tobel next sharp money This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. You could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this basketball season. Place a qualifying bet and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on full qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. Again, make sure you check out BetRiversSquares.com. He, of course, is Jonathan Von Tobel. VEASAN's NBA betting podcast, Hardwood Handicappers, is back, baby. VEASAN senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel goes through all of the top storylines and betting angles across the association to help you become smarter NBA better. Download and subscribe to Hardwood Handicappers wherever you get your podcast. You can go to VEASAN.com right now. Check out Hardwood Handicappers and download it for Jonathan. He does a great job with it. He's Amal Shaw. I'm Patrick Maher. This is Sharp Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. But outside of a senior NBA analyst, he's our teammate here for years and years at VSIN. So let's start with the news from the NFL, if you don't mind. That, and we'll go uh, Daniel Jones. So right before we all came on, Dustin told me it was like 85, 83, 85 million of that deal is guaranteed. It sounds more and more, Jonathan, like. The Giants got a good deal as opposed to what we originally thought were $40 million per for Daniel Jones on a four-year deal with incentives. It sounds like the guaranteed money isn't as much as we would have thought. Yeah, and, and look, it's it's similar to what we saw with Derek Carr, right? A lot of people were looking at the Derek Carr deal, and it's like, in reality, the Saints have a two-year deal with Derek Carr, and they can get out for a pretty cheap price in the third year if they don't feel like this is going in the right direction. It's the same thing with the New York Giants. Look, 
this is why a lot of these teams are fighting against these guaranteed deals, right? Because you can put them and structure them in a way that, sure, on the surface, it looks like a really good deal. But then when you actually dive into the intricacies of it, you realize that, oh, they can get out of this thing in like two years if they really want. So I think it's a good type of deal for a guy like Daniel Jones in terms of where he's at. He had one solid year. I wouldn't even call it like good, right? Solid year under Brian Dable. I think we would all agree that Dable can maximize what he is and what that offense can be. And it puts the Giants in a position where now they can tag Saquon Barkley and keep that dynamic duo together and that athleticism that really pushed them toward that uh, playoff berth. So I would say absolutely. Like, look, at the end of the day, I don't think Derek uh, or excuse me, Daniel Jones is going to get a massive amount of money. And it's a deal that kind of makes sense in the sense of what we know about him. Just want to stay on the NFL team for a second before we switch to mm-hmm. the NBA. You're a big fan of the horseshoe, uh, the Indianapolis Colts. They're going to be taking a quarterback. Any preference for you? And who do you believe they may actually take? So, you know, Maul, I guess if I were to, if you were to like twist my arm and say, would there be a preference? I guess my preference would be staying at four and drafting CJ Stroud. I really like a lot of what CJ Stroud brings to the table. I think when you come out of that combine, it's funny, you know, it got masked about Anthony Richardson and his 40 time and his vert jump was the fact that almost every single NFL scout was saying that was the best throwing drills they had seen from CJ Stroud at the NFL combine, right? The, the motion is compact. It's tight. He looks like a guy who's ready to hit the ground running in the National Football League. And you get a really solid, I would think, offensive-minded coach and Shane Steichen, former UNLV quarterback, right, to actually guide him along the way. So I would say if I had a preference them all, I think it would be stay at four and they get C.J. Stroud with that first overall pick. When we're talking Las Vegas, you start with the Von Tobles. For those right. that don't know, I went down a rabbit. Remember when we talked about your family that one time? I went down a rabbit hole. Your family basically were the first people that showed up in Las Vegas. <laughs> I digress. Now, there's a lot of digression or divisiveness when it comes to Lamar Jackson. I think with the right system, he can absolutely win a Super Bowl. Amal's on the other side. Where is Jonathan Von Tobel on Lamar Jackson? I think I'd bribe me more in your camp, Patrick, right? I, th- I think we've seen the the ceiling of what Lamar Jackson could be, and that's an MVP type player. And when you have the right system around that type of player, well, then I think that's a team that is capable of winning a Super Bowl. So, yeah, in today's National Football League, where these offenses are, are you know, they're not really getting uh, walls built in front of them in terms of the rules, like this thing can work out really well for them. I think it's more about Lamar Jackson's health as opposed to his skill set in terms of what his ceiling could be if it's limited, right? You know, at the beginning of his career, he was so good at limiting pressure and, of course, getting out of bounds without taking hits. And that's kind of waned a little bit over the last few years. And he's taken a little bit more punishment and thus he's missed more games. So if that's going to kind of turn on its head, if he's going to start to protect himself a little bit more, I think absolutely this guy could be still an MVP quality quarterback who can lead a team to an NFL title. So yeah, I'm more on your side, I think, Patrick, than I would be on the malls. Well, look, guys, I'm not saying he can't lead you to a title. I'm just saying I don't want to overpay from draft capital to acquire him. I, I think he's very talented. I think the concern is with his accuracy, and that, that's the big question mark I have with him. But, uh, you know, listen, we, we can get into that a little later on once he signs. Can I just clean it up, Amal? Yeah, just please. to clean it up, the breaking news at the top of the hour, the reason I asked JVT about it is Lamar Jackson got hit with the non-exclusive franchise tag. So, again, he and his mom, that's his agent, they can go shop him around and sign a deal. The Ravens have a right to match it. If they don't match it, they get two first-rounders in return. Sorry, Amal, go no, ahead. No, you're good. You're good. I, I want to go to the Bucks and Magic, and the reason why I bring this up is I'm a Giannis fan, but a little bit disappointed on Sunday for in case people missed what happened. Giannis takes a shot intentionally and misses it with under 20 seconds to go against the Wizards to try and stat pad to get the triple-double. A little bit surprised to see Giannis do something like that. The NBA rescinded it, didn't give him credit for the rebound. So now uh, didn't get the triple-double in that game, but the Bucks continue to play great basketball. I think they won now 17 out of 18, Jonathan. They take on the Orlando Magic tonight. Low number here on the road lane, two and a half. But this Magic team has been far more competitive uh, towards the second half of the season than they were maybe the initial part of the season. Any particular edge or lean you see in this game? Uh, First off, uh, I'm disappointed in your disappointment. Uh, I will say that these guys (laughs) work hard. He deserved it. Uh, All right. I love to see stuff like that. Give me the gamesmanship to get yourself a little bit of a milestone. Actually, I didn't see the news that they had rescinded it either. So that is pretty funny. But I'll say this. Look, I wrote about this today, you guys. And this is why in today's NBA, this is getting a little bit more difficult. The early morning report 
said that Giannis Antetokounmpo was probable. And now he is listed as out, according to my most recent injury report, right? So uh, it just makes it so difficult when you talk about these games early on where Giannis is listed as probable, Drew Holiday is listed as questionable. You cannot act until you get confirmation on whether or not these guys are going to play. And that says the same for Wendell Carter Jr. on the side of the Orlando Magic, guys. Wendell Carter Jr. improves the Orlando Magic's defensive rating by about 2.4, 3.4 points per 100 possessions when he's out there on the floor. He's been one of the driving forces behind Orlando's defense that has been so good since the start of January. Again, like when you look at this, you do you want to grab what you're looking at right now? Two and plus one ten with the magic. If Wendell Carter doesn't play, that gets up to three, maybe three and a half. That's something where I would just sit back and watch them all. But look, the Bucks, they are capable of winning these types of games, but I wouldn't sleep on the magic. They have been playing as well during that stretch that they had for about a month from January to the midst of February before the all-star break. But this is still a perfectly capable and athletic team that can take care of a shorthanded Buck squad if they are fully healthy. The rumors are flying like crazy. So we know what's happening in Denver when John Morant went on IG Live with the gun. We heard about the fight from last year. I misreported. I thought it was recent. Uh, there's reports that he's going to rehab for drugs and alcohol. That is all speculation. What do you know about John Morant? I guess it's what we're hearing. And what are your mm -hmm. expectations, Jonathan, for him? When do you expect them to be back? You know, it's crazy, Patrick is so I don't know if you guys saw the report that Steven Adams and the Grizzlies actually had a team meeting the other day, right? And, and one of the things in the team meeting was that he wanted this team to be a little bit more responsible on the road. And it's it ties into what have we seen from the Grizzlies? They're 12 and 20 straight up on the road. They've only covered 11 games. That has been one of the weird anomalies of the Memphis Grizzlies season is that when they go on the road, they're a completely different team. And you've also seen them fail to hold on to leads in some of these games on the road. And when you see teams fail in second halves and in fourth quarters could be coaching, but also could be tired legs or legs that have been out the night before. So it's kind of, you know, we see all these stories and then it kind of makes sense. Like, Oh, maybe that's why they've been struggling on the road. But the worst part about it guys is after Steven Adams of reportedly specifically called out John Morant and his issues on the road in terms of partying, he went out that night and posted the Denver, the, the mm. Denver video with the gun. So th there seems to be all sorts of issues, at least internally in this locker room that are now starting to leak out with maturity issues, teammates actually causing, you know, actually talking about this. It's an interesting spot tonight and going forward for Memphis, because let's say they take this to heart and they start taking these road games somewhat seriously. Well, now you're talking about potentially an undervalued Memphis Grizzlies squad that are in some of these winnable games. For example, here today, you know, I took plus one uh, plus one Oh five on the money line with the Memphis Grizzlies earlier today. This was a team that was laying 10 points at home against the Los Angeles Lakers and opened up as two point underdogs. And yes, John Morant's not out there. John Morant's not worth six, six and a half points to a point spread. So the market's starting to correct itself. Dylan Brooks is back out there, but I'm really interested to see if maybe this kind of spurns this team forward on the road. And maybe they start taking some of these situations a little bit more seriously and they start pulling these things out. Cause this has been the weird anomaly for their season so far. Great response by you. Cause you actually just answered my next question. All right. I'm what? out. Well, I was going to ask about this game. <laughs> no. I was going to ask about this game tonight and how he thinks it impacts Memphis going forward. But he talked about it. I think there's an opportunity for guys to step up. JJ, DeBain, uh, Dylan Brooks, all of these guys on this team. There's talent there, but I think they get overshadowed by uh, obviously John Morant. Now an opportunity for themselves to shine. They're like the um, they're like the bad boy Pistons. All of a sudden, everybody hates the Grizzlies. <laughs> yeah. Bill no, I think the bad boy Pistons were a little bit more successful though, right? Like you could be a little. You, you could be a, the bad boy. Pi the, the bad, bad boy boys, Pistons but. are a twisted ankle away from having a three peat. I'm right, not a exactly. hoarder. You're exactly right. I'm not a hoarder, but I still own my my T-shirt from the back-to-back -back 89.90 hey, Bad Boy Pistons. Remember the greatest Big line, Daddy Rich, Terry Porter. We're but, going back to the crib. Yeah, you're right, but you're not going to win anything, TP. I, there, there has never been, nor ever will be, a more hated team across the four majors than that Pistons team. It was, it's impossible to explain how much they were hated. Jonathan, don't go anywhere. There's plenty to do. We've got eight games on the board tonight for the association. We'll come back with. JBT. Next, here, it's Sharp Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The Seven from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The Seven every weekday. So follow The Seven right now. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Okay, welcome back. This segment of Smart Money is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, Most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction you're looking for, but Zen's a little different. Zen nicotine pouches might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch, but Zen online or you can buy it online or find it at Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, Zen uh, contains nicotine. Nicotine is addictive. We got you back here, of course. I'm all Shaw. I'm Patrick Maher, the big guy, Dustin Sweetelson. This is Sharp Money. It is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And remember, Hardwood Handicappers is back. VSIN senior NBA analyst Jonathan Von Tobel goes through all the top storylines. Download it now wherever you find your podcast. He's hanging out with us once a week, and we appreciate it. Uh, Jonathan is here. Uh, how, the question Dustin asked in the I'm all in, I'm all out segment if he had to take one right now, you taking the Cavs, you taking the Knicks. Mm. I mean, I'll probably go with the Knicks. It's the easy answer, just considering how well they're playing. And Jalen Brunson is playing really well, obviously, too. And is probably going to win most improved player. Yeah, I'll go with the Knicks. And I think, too, when you look at Cleveland, one of the things that, like, I wrote about this in the NBA guide, and it's kind of played out this year, guys, is they have this really extreme in the front courts. So they have a really good front court. Jared Allen's obviously fantastic. Evan Mobley is a really good young player and their backcourt's really good, but they desperately lack size along the wing. They don't really have any big bodied athletic wings that they can throw at some of the opponents that they're going to face in the postseason. And that would include like a Julius Randle type that they're going to throw facing against the New York Knicks, or of course others that they're going to face in the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee bucks. So I think that's going to be a problem for them. And I think at times their offense, as we saw the other night in their comeback, it's, it's a little, uh, we'll call it reliant on Donovan Mitchell to provide for them. So I would say right now, given how well coached the New York Knicks are, how balanced they seem to be and how deep they are, their bench is really good. The addition of Josh Hart fits really nicely for them. If you're talking about which one would I rather tie myself to in the big picture, I'll go with the Knicks. Cause I, I think even in a best of seven series, which it seems destined that we're going to get, uh, I would put my money on the New York Knicks. Okay. You know, we know Memphis is going to be without Jaw. Uh, Sacramento still has a lot to prove. Denver, Phoenix, anybody else for you out west and two-horse race in the east, is it? Or are you going to include Philadelphia? Because Patrick and I were talking, and I thought what's an interesting bet, JVT, I want to get your take on this. 
I think Phoenix is a team that you have to consider to win the West. I don't know if I'm, I'm necessarily on them to win the title. Kind of tell me where you come out on whether the Eastern Conference, Western Conference, or overall, is there one team that really stands out for you that you feel really comfortable and confident betting? Well, I, so I think big picture of all, and I, I don't know if we talked about this last week, I've come a long way more on Milwaukee the more I watch them in the big picture uh, when it comes to winning the Eastern Conference, winning the entire thing. But focusing on what you're talking about, right, when we're looking at the Western Conference, I got to tell you, man, like the, the, the more you watch Phoenix and the way that thing is working, the, the more that you <laughs> fall in love with that offense. Like that's, the, you know, their net rating with their starting lineup out there. So it's Chris Paul, it's Devin Booker, it's Josh Okoge, Kevin Durant, and DeAndre Ayton. So far, and it's only 100 possessions, so we're essentially talking about one game here, has a plus 38.9 net rating. Like they, and That's they're right. getting it done on both ends of the floor, too. Like, they're defending well. They're scoring well, of course. But you still you see some of these little weaknesses, right? So, for example, you watch the Dallas game, and you see that Dallas is like, ah, Josh Okoge, like you're, you're not going to beat us. We're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're just going to play off of you. Every time, if there's something coming to your end of the floor, we're going to double whatever's coming, and we're going to force it out. If DeAndre Ayton's rolling to the basket, we're going to come off Josh Okoge, and we're going to get into the middle of the floor. We're not allowing, uh, We're not going to allow Ayton to get within four feet. So when you're in situations where you need like a Josh Okogie type, who's played really well for the Phoenix Suns, but if like that's something that you're really relying on, that is where you kind of find the little weaknesses here for the Phoenix Suns when you're talking about winning best of seven series and against better competition as well. We should note that we really haven't seen Phoenix take on the best defenses in the NBA so far in this short sample size so uh, up to this point. So I think overall, Maul, it's hard not to look at Denver. It's hard not to look at Phoenix. And I will give Sacramento some credit. They are not good defensively. But they are consistently good on offense. We have not seen that dip at all this entire season. So does that defense burn them when they get into the postseason? Probably more like more than likely. But you look at the rest of them all. Like you know, I brought up to you guys, uh, you and Dave, when you were on your show before, right? That the Clippers. I'm my faith is waning in the Clippers ever since they have inserted Russell Westbrook into the starting lineup, and it's not all Russell Westbrook's fault. It's more of a Ty Lue like lineup thing than anything else. But that team. And their mojo has completely fallen off. Remember, they'd won 10 out of 14 games going into the all-star break. And then all of a sudden now, what are they? One in five in the six games since. So I think at this point right now, if you're looking at the Western conference, uh, you have to give Denver the credit because they are wildly consistent on offense and they're a solid defensive team. And you have to give the upside for Phoenix on offense a look as well. I think it's, it's getting harder and harder. I'll say this to look deeper in the Western conference. Could you just bet potentially the Suns at two to one and nuggets at three thirty to win the West because at this point in time, maybe the Warriors and the Clippers are challengers, but other than that, I don't see Dallas being there. You talked about this all season long, the inability of Dallas defensively. Um, Memphis, we've gone ahead and kind of moved to the side because of the Jaws situation. Uh, people don't believe in the Kings and the Lakers. Uh, I mean, is it a scenario where you could potentially just make a profit taking those two teams? I Maybe. I just... I, I still think the looming specter of Golden State is the fly in the ointment there, okay. right? Like we can okay. still, we can keep, remember, even though they, again, lost on the road and they have another road game here against Shea Gilders, Alexander and the Oklahoma City Thunder tonight, uh, their starting lineup has not been intact. Andrew Wiggins is still missing time here with, I think it's personal reasons. And when that starting lineup is together, you know, I mentioned the starting lineup over a short sample size with the Phoenix Suns. This starting lineup for Golden State over a much larger sample size has a plus 22.1 net rating. This is still a really good team when they are fully constructed. And, like, that's the thing you're hanging your hat on, right? It's it's that when Golden State is fully constructed, there is a very high ceiling and an experienced ceiling at that with five guys who just won a championship. So I would say, all like, I don't think that you're locking yourself into a profit there because if, if all is said and done and the Western Conference Finals is won by the Golden State Warriors with any, any three of us, four of us, whatever, and anybody who's listening – would they really be surprised that the Golden State Warriors have won the Western Conference again? No, not at all. You're right. No. Hey, by the way, Jonathan, did that number flip in Minnesota tonight? Uh, I see Minnesota's laying three. I know last night the 76ers scored like 147 and a win at the Pacers. Uh, yeah. Do we have injury news with Philly? No, so I'll, I'll double check here. So the thought is, is that, yeah, and this has come out. So we know that uh, Joel Embiid is not in the injury report and he is going to play. But James Harden's questionable. And remember in that game Got yesterday it. too, Patrick, um, Tobias Harris and PJ Tucker both missed that game. So th this is one where they're both listed as questionable. Again, you could be without three of your starting five today. And it is a Western Conference opponent. So this game does not hold as much weight for Philadelphia. It would not be surprising on the second leg of a back-to-back, -back, given what they've been going through. And Harden really hasn't gotten a lot of rest this year. That Harden, Harris, and P.J. Tucker, or any one of the three or all three, missed this game tonight. I think, it's okay. good. I think it's a good point when you look at this Philadelphia team. And again, JVT brought this up earlier, Patrick. When you look at some of these games in the NBA, just Wendell Carter we talked about with Orlando. We know Giannis is going to be out tonight. Holiday is out. 
it's difficult to really be able to bet some of these games early because I used to be a big fan of the overnight line guys, uh, yep. whether it's college or NBA. But because of the injuries and who's playing and who's not, it has become so much more challenging. And, and all the, like these injury reports evolve throughout the day. So we'll give you an example. Let's go down to Golden State. Uh, Golden State in the early injury report, Draymond Green was listed as probable, as, as was uh, Andre Iguodala, and they had the usual guys on there: Gary Payton, uh, yet Ryan Rollins on there, and Andrew Wiggins is always listed as out. And then you know, a few hours into the day, Kevon Looney pops up as questionable, right? So like these are the things that you're kind of dealing with when you're talking about betting into these lines early. It's it's funny, I, I you know I make jokes in the column sometimes where I'm like, it sounds like I'm talking about the same thing over and over again, but I use the same line a lot where it's like monitor the injury report here. Because somebody could pop up before you know it, or the market's telling us one thing, and that has been the case, and this is another one here for the Warriors. Yeah, you definitely won't raise your kids to be NBA handicappers. <laughs> no, but I will say, is... my my, uh, my oldest kid is starting to get into it. Like, he'll sit down next to me, and he'll ask me who our team is. So, uh, you know, we're starting to get there, boys. It's it's an exciting well, let me time. Wait, he knows let, who Shohei Otani is. Let, well, you know Shohei. I wonder if he I, thinks he'll be an angel next year. Let me follow up it, with you and your son watching the basketball this year. Maybe a team that's not great. You know, you can throw the Pistons. You can throw Houston. Who's been a fun team for you to watch that's not necessarily a good basketball team this year? Well, I mean, I can't include the Clippers, right? Because they're not necessarily a really good. Yeah, they're, <laughs> they're not, not a good not basketball really good team. team. That's fair. Right. <laughs> so they've been a lot of fun. Uh, you know, I think the team that. Honestly, I mean, okay, we've talked about them a lot already, so I'll leave out the Memphis Grizzlies, but I'll go with the Knicks. Like, the Knicks have been a team that I've watched a little bit yeah. more of, especially the last few weeks and months, because they are a team that, you know, and Kelly and I talked about this on the podcast. Like, I try to watch, right, like a team a night. And I'm like, okay, this team's playing. I have to watch them just so I can have an idea of how they're playing. And the Knicks are one of those teams that are kind of left by the wayside. And sure enough, you know, the more you watch them, the more they are so much of a, like a Tom Thibodeau-esque team. And Josh Harps, it fits so perfectly with the mentality that they have. It, they, they are a very fun team. I think the way that they are constructed and the way that they are playing. And I guess you could throw them in the realm of good team. Cause they're on the verge of potentially winning 10 straight and 12 out of a, a 13. But I, I think the Knicks have been the team that I've been having the most fun watching. Cause they have been a really good watch. Hey, Manuel, a good answer. Manuel quickly, quickly your sixth man or uh, Brogdon. <laughs> boy. Yeah. Did you guys hear this story? By the way, it's on the latest podcast. I'm all, I found a 35 to one ticket on Emmanuel quickly in my account. So I'm all in on Emmanuel quickly <laughs> winning six man of the year. Quickly, 35 to 1. And like JVT, when I think of fun, I think of Tom Thibodeau. Of yeah. course, Hardwood Handicappers. Download it wherever you get your podcast. Go to vsin.com to read the article as well. He's Jonathan Von Tobel. Thank you, Jonathan. Appreciate you. Good to talk to you, boys. Thank you. Okay. Thank you very much. Our buddy, we're going to debut one of our sharp handicappers coming up next. Aaron Holtzman, plus more breaking news from the NFL. Don't go anywhere. Sharp money. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The wait is almost over. Get ready for the 2024 NFL season as the full schedule is announced. Every rivalry, every rematch, every rookie debut, every game revealed. The 2024 NFL schedule release presented by Verizon coming in May. Live on NFL Network, ESPN2, and streaming on NFL+. Plus. Terms and conditions apply to NFL+. Plus. Visit nfl.com slash schedule release to learn more. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between Lisa and West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is expertly crafted from natural latex, natural wool, and certified safe foams to elevate your sleep sanctuary and support a greener tomorrow. Plus, every purchase helps fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.